meet the yep. needs of others. So that can go to any business. It can go into any relationship. And it flips the coin where we're always trying to get our needs met by others. You know, whether it be I need a paycheck, so I've got to go get a job. That's all self-serving, mm-hmm. right? And, and yeah, you can work for a paycheck. But if you provide value and you meet the needs of others, then you, you get way more than a paycheck. Welcome to Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate, a podcast for international investors and real estate entrepreneurs looking to break into the U.S. market. G'day, g'day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the U.S., an Aussie's Guide to U.S. Real Estate, the number one podcast geared towards helping investors break into the U.S. market. Now, if you are interested in clicking subscribe, you head over to my website at reedgoosens.com. Click subscribe, hit to my web, uh, my YouTube channel. You can find us on across all the platforms, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and obviously iTunes. Today on the show, I have an incredible guest. His name is Aaron Zapata. He's a real estate broker. He's an entrepreneur. He's a business owner, absolutely crushing it here in the local market of Orange County. And he's been in the business for over 20 years. He has a value-based organization. And I love the fact his core values are all about a journey of transformation. He's looking to hire the best professionals, equip them, and then challenge them to be the best real estate professionals in the industry. So we're gonna learn a lot more about what he does. So let's get him out here. G'day, Aaron, welcome to the show. How you doing today, mate? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate the uh, invite and the opportunity to be here with you. Hey guys, if if you are listening to this through your ear holes and you wanna visually see how good of a setup Aaron has right now, I'm sitting in my office in my Friday wear yeah, look, look, talking through my 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 speak and my headset. Aaron has got an absolute awesome um, awesome setup back there, mate. Um, tell us a little bit more about what you do and how you're just been crushing it over the last couple of years. Well, actually, I started my own company about five years ago after having worked in the industry for almost fifteen years with other companies, and I decided that I didn't really like. All of the, the things that I saw, I liked a lot of what I saw, but there were things that I didn't like. And so I decided that I would to venture off into the world of business ownership after learning the ropes for 15 years working for others and started my own company. company. We actually started it under my namesake. It was a pot of realty. And it, I thought it was just going to be me and a couple agents. And then more and more people wanted to start working for us. And so I had a vision and a goal change where I thought, you know, let's change the name. Let's make it more direct as to what my whole goal is, which is to impact people for the positive, you know, lifestyle and everything else that we have. And so we created the name and changed it, created the brand. And since then, we've had really explosive growth in the last two years. Uh, you know, wow. this, yeah, it's been exciting. This last year, we acquired an office uh, through an expansion and we've actually grown 50% over the last 12 months. Wow, that's uh, incredible. Yeah, so it's very exciting to see what's going on here in Southern California, uh, especially with the team that that I have, and, and we're all growing, and it's very exciting to be a part of it. Well, mate, you 
so many questions are come to my mind, because for personal branding, running an organization, all these core things, and I want to get into those in, 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 a, in, a, in a second, but you are at the crux, the leader of, of now your organization. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Yeah. Fantastic. So I get to lead it and we've got over 30 realtors that work with us. We've hired wow. two this week. We've got more on the radar that are in the process of hiring because we don't mm -hmm. hire everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, we've probably turned away four or five people that wanted to work here that we just said, I don't think you're a great fit for what we're doing. And That's so, great. yeah. So, so, you know, I get to lead them and this podcast being with you is, is just part of that whole leadership development for me as their leader, getting mm -hmm. better at what I do. Fantastic. So talk to me, pretend that we're walking into a restaurant, right? Like you and, and we're, I'm walking into your restaurant, Aaron's a Topa real estate impact, real estate success. And I look at the menu on the menu. What would I find from the free stuff? all the way through to the, you know, the the expensive boutique caviar. Tell me what's on the menu uh, in-house. In well, for us, training is something we try to do for everybody, no matter where you're at. Mm -hmm. We, In fact, this afternoon, I'm leaving uh, the office here, and we're doing a free training seminar that we've invited 5,000 of our local realtors wow. to come to. Uh, we're not going to have that many show up, of course, but we've rented a room <laughs> at a hotel, and I've got a trainer partner here at the office, and we're going to provide free training because, right. yeah, that's the free stuff. I mean, you can come get it. We've got a lot of stuff on our, our website. I've got my own YouTube channel, and I've got 50 videos there of, of frequently asked questions that homeowners have. And so I just tell the realtors, go watch my videos. It gives you great answers to overcome objections, and it's a free resource for them. So that's the free stuff. Uh, you know, if you're coming and, and you want to look at what it's like to then order from our menu, you know, we require a certain kind of person to participate okay. on the inside. We've got a private group in Facebook where we have a lot of value add stuff. We've got a lot of marketing that, uh, systems and processes that we've put together that realtors are in that six to eight deals a year market and they want to do a hundred. You know, we, we have a, a, a plan and step-by-step that we walk them through, but those are for the people that work inside. You know, they get to see our private videos, our, our, avant-garde, our front-ended marketing thoughts, you know, before we release them to the public. So they get early access to a lot of the stuff that I'm excited about, like marketing and how to do videos and podcasts and, and, and me training those people. That's the people that work inside. Right, right. Now, as a client, if I'm a client, you know, and just for everyone out there, you know, if you haven't picked up, Aaron owns a brokerage company. So as a client on the client side, yeah. what do I have available to me Again, maybe maybe some free stuff, maybe not, and and maybe then obviously the the, the high end T bone steak that's medium rare. <laughs> yeah, no problem. You know the free stuff that's out there is uh, we have downloads on our website impactprop.com where they can you know uh, a sixteen point checklist to prepare your home for sale. You know, Fantastic. It's, it's not rocket science. And so, but some people just don't think about these things. And so right. we've put a free guide there. We also have a free moving checklist, you know, things you need to do to move. We have a home buyer consultation, you know, things you need to think about before you buy. And then we also offer free seminars and one-on-one -on -one meetings to really educate and, and counsel the client because buying is not always the right decision and selling is not always the right decision. And we want right. to help people go through that. So that the free stuff is just on our website. Once you get inside, we go deep and we ask the tough questions, the good questions that we should ask every single homeowner and buyer, like, why are you buying? What's the purpose? Where are you going? Uh, and really provide that service uh, to say, yeah, we think selling now, later, or not selling is the right thing for you. So that's what you get when you come into the office. Um, 
you just don't get us to say, yeah, that, oh, you want to sell? Great. No, no, no. We start asking the deeper questions. And, and I think that's, that's so important when you're, you know, being in the sales, salesy, if that's the right word, yeah. you know, type of environment, you're like, sell, 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 sell. And I think it's really important that it sounds like you're educating, you know, your brokers on the front end, right? That, that, that about the values, the core values in which you, you have deep, deep inside you, but also then you're educating your clients to say, Hey, maybe, maybe selling's not the right time for you right now. And, and, you know, in the interim, check out all my free stuff. And I know well, I was just on your podcast, um, but we're talking a lot about how providing that free education, providing that thought leadership platform is just so bloody important because that attracts people to then be long-term clients, right? And, 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 and right. so talk to me about how the philosophy around, you know, maybe you, know, you said you started a company back in the day. How did you realize about this whole digital marketing and, and, and how that then, uh, you know, maybe naturally or organically attracted more clients to stay with you longer because of all your free content that you're giving out and, and the value in which you you know have founded your company on well Reed, it's it's no secret that realtors have a very bad reputation in the public right. eye you know it, we are i've met more than one client that has said to me or my agents here that until i met you or fill in the blank one of your agents i didn't like any realtors <laughs> and that's a really sad thing, but that's right. the reality is that realtors are seen as, you know, sharks, backbiting, self-serving, always in it for themselves. Uh, and, and, you know, we earn big commissions. And so it's all about the money. And uh, let me go back to eighth grade. Okay. When I was in eighth grade, my parents bought a house and I remember standing outside of church one day and they were talking with the realtor. And I remember looking up at him and I, I can still see it like it was yesterday and I said I never want to be like that guy because even at that age in my gut was just this idea that something was like just not right was he greasy was he like a <laughs> I don't know if the right, right you know I, mean, right. I was eighth grade so you know I don't really I didn't really you know like comprehend everything but something right. in my gut just I just said I never want to be that guy and so right, real right, estate right. was never even on my radar but when I ended up working in real estate while I was in college at Biola and then stayed in real estate, all of a sudden I realized if I'm going to stay in this, I have to be different. Mm -hmm. And so my long-term commitment for even what we do with my podcast and everything, it really is about just educating others as to the right thing that they need to do. You know, it's not, it doesn't, I, I shared a story on Facebook yesterday about a client who was offered $360,000 cash, seven-day escrow, and she was nervous, panicked. Husband had just been diagnosed with Alzheimer's about six weeks before we met, before we, uh, I got the phone call from her. And, you know, she's anxious. She's nervous. Uh, she's going to need money to take care of her husband. Mm -hmm. uh, her life and what she had anticipated in those golden years, completely different. Right. And she called me. She says, I, I, this sounds really good. What do you think? And I drove over there, and I'm like, well, Seven days is a very attractive thing. If, if you want to take it, take it. But let me show you some other options. Mm -hmm. So instead of selling it in seven days, we sold it in 45 days. And she actually netted, after paying commissions, $30,000 more in her pocket. Wow. But I just had to stop in there and give her that option saying, you have two options. You can take the money right now, no big deal, as is. Or you can work with me for 45 days. And I've worked with her in the past. But that was an education process. I took another agent mm -hmm. with me. She's crying. Her husband's there. He's like, whatever you want, honey, you know, because he, he, he really just can't even remember how to sign his name. Right. 
Right. And, and it was just a counseling session standing in the kitchen, not even sitting down, just standing there, listening, counseling, working with them. And that's what we're, that's what we're trying to do. That's why we're different. different. Wow. That's incredible. And that just goes back to that being a little bit more bending over backwards for your clients, being there on a personal level. This, you know, I'm in the business of real estate investing. Um, being personable with one another, with, with, with people on a human to human contact. And it's, there's just such an innately basic about it, our, you know, our primal instincts and all that sort of stuff that people really love. You know, they get to touch, they get to feel you, they get to know that you're genuine. And that's right. so important from a business philosophy, a business values, your core, just the juice of what you put right. out into right. the world, right? Um, and I think that's, you know, that's a fantastic story in terms of, you know, you giving back and, and, and going that extra mile to help that, that particular lady, you know, get through a, a tough time because ultimately at the end of the day, and everyone listening to this, you know, including brokers, but investors, real estate is about solving problems, whether, it be, whether it be someone's problem personally, or whether it be a business problem, whether you're, you know, buying an asset that's distressed, you need to solve the problem and, and get it performing in a better way. Whatever it might be, it's about solving problems. So if you're a problem solver and you don't have to be, you know, just you just gotta have your head screwed on, that you can you can go out and make this work in this business. Um, but Aaron, I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about the ecosystems that you've created through your business. I think I, I'm a you know, a lot of people have hold, heard me talk that I, I I love the ecosystems and ecosystems to me are a way in which you can create businesses to be bomb-proof. You know, if you have multiple income streams, you can then <laughs> you can then make sure that the 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 way in which you uh, produce money, produce profits, produce invested profits, is 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 de-risked across across the board. Keeping people employed, you know, your 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 brokers employed, because at the end of the day, Aaron, two thousand and eight hits again. You guys may not have a job. So how are you, what are you working on to make sure your ecosystems are uh, sustainable for the long term? Well, I've always been a forward thinker. And so just this last September, I flew out to Dallas and was at the Five Star Convention, which is a asset management REO broker conference. And guess what? They said they had their lowest attendance ever. And I was like, awesome. That's the best time to start making relationships because if we do have a market collapse, a market change, then it's the relationships I build today and those that I keep over the next couple of years that that really you know help us through those downturns because all of a sudden bank repos are back and right. we have to we have to pivot. We have to say, oh, we got to do that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we also have auxiliary services that we're working on developing, mm -hmm. uh, and you know what? Unlike what my previous company there I worked at. Um, I'm building a reserve right? because you have to have a reserve. You mm -hmm. can't just have everything extended. You know, on your show, we talked about highly leveraged investments sure. uh, for a business owner. Being highly leveraged means having no money in the bank. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's not good. No, it's not. it's not. It's not. It's yeah. not. So, so do you have, if you think of a table, right? The table yeah. is only supported by four legs or maybe three legs. If you can, you know, you've got a triangle shaped table, <laughs> right. but it's never supported by one leg. You know, you can't see a table won't stand on one leg. So what are the other legs that you're, you know, you've got your, your commissions coming in from your brokerage company, right. obviously, and I don't know, you may have income coming in from your educational piece, but it's more of a sustainability to, to feed one. And, and that can still be a leg because that's not, you know, I, I don't think right. even though you're not maybe earning money from it, it's still helping support the other legs of the business. Right. 
Are there any other legs on the table that, that are helping maybe through mortgage or through escrow or through title or anything like that? Those are in process. The mortgage title escrow, those are in process of coming. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, for me, the last two years, I've been focusing on you know talent acquisition, acquiring great yep. agents, so that when I do put those into play, that there's you know enough economies of scale to make it worth it. Sure. So you can't just have an escrow company or a mortgage company and do one loan a month. You know, you just can't. It just makes doesn't make any sense. Right, so right, I've right. been building up the the engine, the you know, getting a good mm -hmm. engine. Then I'm gonna start adding fuel to the fire. So yep. those are in place. But in, in including the education piece, we're in the process of working on a whole online training portal where agents can come to and they can subscribe. I've also got a book that will be published this year, and. Then for me personally, looking at that speaking circuit, looking at that training ability, that is also part of my plans for this year to create additional revenue sources. Fantastic. And I think that's all very important. Again, lay other legs that help support the, the ultimate underlying business, which is, which is brokerage. And hopefully one day, Aaron, I might persuade you to come over to the investing side, mate, and we get, we get involved that way. <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Right now, all my money is going back into the company looking at investment growth. And that's great. Growth, and, you that's know? great. You know? And, and that's what I think, you know, for you, like in talking with you on your podcast, uh, I think we're our greatest investment. Yes. And so we, we just, we have to, you can't neglect yourself, whether it be learning all the time, whether it be, you know, for me, it's, it's making sure that I do eat healthy. I'm not the healthiest, but I'm healthy. I listen to a lot of podcasts that just really get my mind out of the gutter and focus on growth and success, um, reaching out, doing things that are uncomfortable, stretching my imagination, doing podcasts with people that I've never met before like you. And, you know, it's just, it's part of my life is to live outside of that comfort zone because that's where we grow. Exactly. hundred percent. That's my goal. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. So, so Aaron, tell me a little bit more, let's get into the nuts and bolts of the organization and from maybe from a team leadership point of view, yeah. you know, growing to, I think you said 30 uh, brokers and maybe, maybe it was more, maybe it was 50. I, I can't, I don't remember. Uh, no, it's, it's just over 30. Just over 30. So I could imagine, you know, someone like yourself, uh, you've always been involved in real estate. Well, have you always been involved in real estate? Pretty much since college. Okay. Pretty much since college. So, but then going and running an organization of 30 people, that's got to be a challenge. And that can't just happen overnight. You, and, and there's got to be some failures in there. And there's got to be some successes. So how are you as a, as a human, as a, as a leader? And I, we talked a little bit about, obviously, you're, you're putting in great systems, which is supporting you. But how do you make sure the, the, the environment, the, um, the culture of your business is always moving in the right direction and, and it doesn't get stale? And, have you, and what failures maybe have you learned over the last couple of years that, that have, that have forced you to, to change direction or pivot it a little bit? Casting a vision became very important to me. Mm -hmm. I had one of my own as to what I would like to see happen. And I'll share it with you, Reed. I eventually want to have 2,500 impact properties offices. I want to have 125,000 agents that work for this company. I mean, that's, that's my goal. I've got three offices right now and just over 30 people. So like I created a 20-year goal. Mm -hmm. that I could move towards. Uh, so that vision I've created, I've casted that vision with my team, and it's just a trainer and a full-time employee. It's just three of us that are running this organization because we're highly efficient, and we use, right. tech, and we use technology, I mean, all the time to, to just 100%. get our word out there and, and stuff. Uh, but for me, it came down to core values, and one of the things we do every week in our sales meeting is we recite our core values every single week. 
week in, week out, and it seems kind of goofy, and it seems kind of, you know, and at first I was like, I'm not sure if I want them to say all these things, and then I was listening <laughs> to podcasts, and they're just like, look, you have to repeat the core values, and so every week we start with the core values. We all have which them is? on our, which are compassion, commitment, courage, competence, communication, cooperation, conviction, and contribution. And those How are, many C's was that? Those Six? are eight C's. Eight C's. Eight yeah, C's. Yeah, eight C's. It goes well on a wall, like, you know, four and four. So mm-hmm. I had seven, and then, but here's how our culture works, right? So I had seven. I didn't have contribution. And our agents came to me, and they said, hey, Aaron, I think we're missing something. I'm like, what are we missing? And they're like, we really are a culture that gives back. You know, we, we give a lot of free stuff. We help with Habitat for Humanity. We, you know, do service organizations. A lot of us individually give to charitable organizations. So I was like, you know, you're right. That That is so true. So we added that to our, our C's because it was the seven C's, which I thought was really cool. Like, you know, the seven C's. But um, they wanted to add the eighth, and I totally agreed with them because that was them helping create the culture and, and fostering it. So. Yep. I mean, that's the one, that's a basic thing that we do, but we do have a recommended reading list for everybody that works for us. We have uh, weekly sales meetings. We have daily check-ins every day, every morning at 7.30 a.m. People can call in, and it's a five- to eight-minute phone call, either led by me or my trainer, and it's all about mindset. It's about courage. Today was about how do you make people smile? Like, you have something right now of worth to somebody else, and that is the ability to make them smile or laugh today. Right. And that's just about, you know, that generosity. And so I was driving to school. My son was in the car with me, and he, he heard me say that. And then my, my garage door installer, like the guy yep. that I use all the time, was like right next to us in the lane. And so I rolled down the window, honked the horn, you know, and I waved to him. And guess what he did? He, he smiled. smiled. And I said, look, <laughs> Levi, that, that's right there. That is in action, reaching out to other people into their world and making them smile. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so t- talk to me about maybe some of the challenges you've faced in the last sure. couple of years because it, it's not ever easy. You can't just, fl- again, flick on a light and you've got 30 people and it's all going smoothly and swimmingly. And everyone's, everyone's rowing in the same direction. <laughs> well, and we don't always have people, people rowing in the same directions. Right. Um, we sometimes hire people that we thought was a good hire and then realize it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, we made one hire that I didn't do enough research on and, and as soon as we announced it, you know, got some pretty negative feedback and had to pivot mm-hmm. and make some changes there. We had um, cash flow. Cash flow in a growth company is always tight, and that's something that I've had to learn how to manage. Uh, I've had to learn how to manage uh, weekly meetings and creating content that's valuable, creating a place where people want to come to. We also moved an office. We also added a new office that we had to incorporate and restructure. We added a satellite office that had to figure out how to incorporate that. So we use Zoom now to create the ability for everybody to participate in the sales meeting because I can't be everywhere at one time. Uh, and then I think one of the, you know, the biggest challenge for me is when I'm looking an agent in their face and I see discouragement, I see them struggling, and I have to realize, how do I get this person to realize that there's value in them, there's worth in them, and get them to go to that next level? Because we all face that discouragement. We all have gone through the times when we wanted to get out of this business. 100%. You know, that's just part of life. But you think you're alone, and, and you're not, you know? So that's just what I do. I love to counsel. 
I don't know if you can tell that, but I love to counsel people. <laughs> I love to counsel agents uh, because I believe that we all have better futures than our past. Fantastic. So we all look back on our lives and we probably look at one defining moment, maybe one mistake that we've, we've, yeah. we've done in the past. And it might not be related to business. It may be personal. What has been the biggest mistake you've made and what, what have you learned from that mistake in, in, your, in your life? Sure. For me, the biggest mistake had to be my resistance to go all in. Okay. Okay. And I, and I go back to that eighth grade thought when I said, I don't want to be like this guy. Mm-hmm. And it took me a long time to figure out that I could be really successful in this business and not be that guy. Right. And so I had to realize that, you know, it took me a long time to, to leave the first company I was at. I should have left a lot earlier. And then I went to another company and finally started my own company. I should have done that a lot earlier, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But I wasn't all in. I just really wasn't. And so that creates regret. It creates delayed gratification. I mean, it, there's so many things I think that would be different about where I am now in my business and in my corporation if I had just committed to going all in like 10 years ago, not five. It's all hindsight, right? Like, it is. Know. I've learned so much. But, you know, I just wish I had really gone all in earlier. I think, I think a little bit of it as well, like with, with all business owners, it's nearly that feeling comfortable in your own skin. If that if that's the yeah. right if that's the right word you know feeling comfortable feeling confident in your own skin that you can crush it that you can you have value to add to someone and you want to turn on a camera and start recording your voice that there is a leap of faith uh, you know yes. uh, 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 growing the testicles you know like something that's it just like right, right. gives you backbone to go out and take that just make it happen and I yeah. think look we all probably have that regret you know like I should have done this sooner I should have done this sooner. But I think, man, by what, by what I'm hearing, you're on a track towards awesome success. And, and, and the beauty about what you're doing is you're looking at core values, you're looking at systems, and you're making sure you're building that foundation of a business because that's so bloody important. And then the, the, the third thing I want to add is that you're adding legs to your table. So it's, it's a very sturdy table. And come another recession, you're not just going to get wiped out. So I think right, that's, that's right. really, really important. You know, I've had to learn to say no. I have just... Yes. I grew up just like completely a people pleaser. Like I did, I did everything to please others. Right. Uh, even my college degree was more to please my parents than it was to, to really go after something I wanted to do. I actually Mm -hmm. got my master's in business because I wanted to do it. Like I should have done that as a college student. I mean, that's just business, business mindset has always been in my blood and I just didn't, I didn't acknowledge it, nor did I accept it until Mm -hmm. I was much older. And I'm like, this is where I'm called to be. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to help people, and I can do that best through my own company. So, Fantastic. yeah, Fantastic. That's, that's what I did. That's awesome. Well, so mate, we're going to wrap up the show here uh, in a little bit. But before we do, a new segment that I'm going to bring in. Um, I've unfortunately had some, some, some personal loss in my family. My mother just recently passed away, which has been very sad. Yeah, but it's also really put into context life. Priorities versus goals. And it's going to be a new segment on this show. We obviously have our business goals, but I want to know about what are your priorities for 2018 and beyond. And then I want to know about what you're, you know, you've spoken about a little bit about your goals, but maybe elaborate on, on, your, on your personal goals uh, and your professional goals moving forward. Well, personal life is no life at all if it gets off balance. And so right. on a personal thing, you know, I, I say this every morning now, I wrote it down. It's just, you know, I'm a faithful and loyal husband. 
I want to be the best husband I can be to my wife. We've been married 22 years, and I love her, and I want to spend the rest of our lives together. So I want to be the best husband I can be to her. You know, she's got some health challenges that affects our marriage and our ability to do things. And so for me to reach out, touch her, love her right where she's at is something that's important to me to learn mm-hmm. this year. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to be a, a awesome and present dad. A dad who's not only there with my kids. i got two boys that are growing up. One's in high school. One's in sixth grade. I want to be there with them. Like, I, you know, we can all be in someone's presence, but they're not there. You know, with sure. technology, it's easy just to tune out. Uh, so I want to be, yeah, I'm a phone or, or I'm thinking about business or I've got clients that I'm thinking about, a transaction that didn't go well or, you know, I, I'm very easily distracted. So I want to be present. So those, yep. are, my, those are my personal ones. Uh, professional is to grow my company. We want to double in agent count this year. We want to triple in production count in terms of the unit sales this year. And so that's a big deal on my uh, list. I've got eight ways to recruit agents. Uh, I've got it listed on my board. I look at it every day. I track my interviews set. I track my interviews kept. I track my you know offers made and then the offers accepted in terms of agents and how I do that. So that's recruiting is a big deal. I also am a personal producer. And so I've become very efficient in selling a lot of homes with very little time investment uh, because of my right. staff and my I have a virtual assistant. And so she takes care of most of it. And so the, to keep that running and humming is a big deal to me. And then also this whole podcast book launch, uh, you know, making I write now for Forbes Real Estate Council. I've been an author for Inman News, uh, just really moving that media presence, the ability to mm-hmm. influence more people to become an influencer in that space. That is a big goal for me this year as well. That's fantastic. I love I love hearing all that. And and the influencer gives me gets me going. <laughs> Be an influencer. Yeah, yes, yeah, let's, do let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, mate. But I want to uh, end the show with one last question. That is, if you could give a piece of advice to anyone out there, whether it be an investor, whether it be someone who wants to, you know, get into the real estate brokerage or or just start a business, what is the number one piece of advice you can give? The number one advice: meet the needs of others. That's Meet where it's at. Meet the yep. needs of others. So that can go to any business. It can go into any relationship. And it flips the coin where we're always trying to get our needs met by others. You know, whether it be, I need a paycheck, so I've got to go get a job. That's all self-serving, mm-hmm. right? And, and yeah, you can work for a paycheck. But if you provide value and you meet the needs of others, then you, you get way more than a paycheck. You, right. you can get a whole lifestyle. Right. And uh, if you love others and you serve God well and you serve others and you just incorporate that mentality into every relationship, I think you're going to be blessed. And so meet the needs of others would be my one thing. You know, for you, Reed, I'm sorry that you know you lost your mom. I know that's tough. Uh, people yep. don't know this, but we were supposed to interview back in December and you had to fly home. Correct. You know, Correct. And, yes. Uh, yes. I didn't know why, but you know, I'm sorry to hear that. But I'm sure it's yeah. a navigating a new life. Uh, for you and your family. Right. So, yeah, you know, may God bless you in that. Thank you so much. And look, Aaron, I want to just quickly uh, add, where can people reach you? They want to continue the conversation. They want to reach out to you. They want to just be in your presence. Where can they where, the, where can they head to online and maybe even in person? Yeah, if they are, uh, you know, they can reach me at Aaron at AaronZapata.com. That's A-A-R-O-N at A-A-R-O-N-Z-A-P-A-T-A.com. You can read about me there, or you can call me at 
22. That's 660-2122. Uh, my extension is 1001. I'd be happy to email you, call me, talk to me, chat, whatever, whatever we want. You can do Zoom and like we're doing right now, Skype meetings, carrier pigeons, right? We do it all. <laughs> Smoke signals. <laughs> Smoke signals. <laughs> Smoke signals. <laughs> we, don't do that. We're Southern California. California's been on fire. So that's not, no smoke signals that's, this that's year. That's my joke. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day. Uh, I want to thank you just, and some of the takeaway pieces of advice that, you know, just learning more about the brokerage business, I think was the biggest thing that I took away from today's conversation. Um, you know, being present is a big one. I think I, I, I think everyone in 2018 wants to be more present, not on our phones. You're being wanting to be more present with your kids and, and providing value. I think it's really important. And, and if you lead with that, you lead with an organization, a business, you, you create your systems, you create your platforms through encouraging people, through shining the spotlight on them, not being the spotlight ho hogger, holder. I think there's really just those, those are a couple of key bits of advice that I took out of today's show. Got to leave anything out? No, that's great, Reed. I'm, I'm glad it's been a, a good for you. It's been great for me. I appreciate you having me on the show. It's been my a pleasure. joy and a pleasure. And, uh, you know, like I do with all my guests on my show, I wish you God's best in 2018. Thanks, mate. And look, enjoy the rest of your week and we'll catch up soon, yeah? Yeah. Definitely. There you have it, guys. An absolute cracking episode jam-packed with some awesome advice, actionable steps. So get off the fence, take, pull up your socks and get going in 2018. That's what we're all about. It's only early It's only early Jan and you've got such a big year ahead of you. If you want any of the links from today's show, please head over to my website, which is readgoosens.com. Remember to click on the podcast tab. Uh, all Aaron's stuff, all his contact information will be up there. Make sure you hit him up if you have any questions. Really hit him up. He's got some great cracking content and it's all free. So jump onto his website as well at aaronzatapa.com. All right, guys, thank you so much. Be safe, take care, and we'll do it all again next week. Happy investing.